This is episode 36, a solo episode with me, Tiffany Hinton, and we're talking about what goes into building a nature school. Hello, it's Tiffany, and welcome back to Cultivating Guts, a place where we discuss gardening, homesteading, gut health, and following our intuition. Super excited to be back with you guys this week. I've had a bunch of stuff happening on the homestead over the last week, some really insightful moments, and also some kind of new topics have popped in that we're going to be discussing throughout the winter season here on the podcast. So if you've always wanted to watch me live as I'm recording, even on a Sunday morning as I've just gotten out of bed, uh, check us out on Spotify. We now have video over there or on YouTube at our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash Tiffany Hinton, and you can tune in there as well for the video this morning. Hello, hello, if you're watching us on video, so good to see you. Grab your coffee, right? I have my little chicken mug this morning with my Sandhill coffee. Um, So grab your coffee and let's have a great conversation. Uh, Before we get started, I do want to make sure that you could do me a favor, really. Um, The podcast is growing. It's amazing, episode 36. But the more that you subscribe, not only do you get notifications when new episodes come out, but it also helps other people find the Cultivating Cultivating Guts podcast on their favorite platform and streaming channel. And then if you want to send us a review, that would be amazing. I'd love to repost that and share those reviews as we go into our second season coming up in 2023. All right. So if you'd love to send us a review, I would love to start to capture those to share as we go into the second season of Cultivating Guts podcast, which is coming up in a few short months in January of 2023. Oh my gosh, it's amazing. And also just kind of mind-boggling that it has been almost a whole year since the podcast came out. This episode's coming out in October. The podcast originally popped up in November as a pre-thing, and then we did a full launch coming out in January. So it's, it's truly a blessing, and I am super grateful for all of you. If you are listening and you find a favorite part, screenshot that, tag us on Instagram at I am Tiffany Hunton. I'll repost that for you. I love seeing different comments and just the little insightful moments from people as they're listening to our podcast. And I'm so grateful for you and all of our amazing listeners for helping us grow the podcast. Um, I want us to, um, quick word from our sponsors, and then I just want to dive right into today's topic and have just a conversation. So without further ado, here is our sponsor, Non-Disclosure Apparel. Today's podcast is sponsored by Non-Disclosure Apparel, and it is my go-to everyday bra like we've been talking about on the podcast. Super excited when I met Becky a little over a year ago and found their brand new Ellie Bralettes. Actually, I'm wearing one today. Uh, Not only because it has nipple coverage, but also because it has no wiring. It is super, super comfortable. It's not compressing like a sports bra would be, and I can wear it under t-shirts, no issues, no nipples, and people that are listening to the podcast are probably like, what, Tiffany? Honestly, yeah, my girls wear them. Uh, Our photographer now has one, and it is becoming this thing. And so if you do not yet have yourself an Ellie Bralette, not only is it a female-owned company designed and made in the USA, right here in the US, uh, it is... A company that, and and if you go back to one of our earlier podcasts, you're going to hear Becky, but it is, Becky designed this company for her own need and to benefit other women and other little girls who were having embarrassing moments because their nipples were showing through their t-shirts or showing through their dresses. So 
definitely I am super excited to have Non-Disclosure Apparel as a podcast sponsor for my own reasons, but also so we can help more young girls and women and just people that are, maybe you're doing yoga, you're doing farm chores, you're doing whatever, you're working from home. It's your everyday go-to bra. And we have a very special discount for our community only. And that code is GFMOMP15. That saves you 15% off your total purchase. And then if you order two Ellie bralettes, you will also receive free shipping. So we'll put all those details in the show notes, but definitely check out the Ellie bralette. All right. Welcome to Cultivating Guts. Today we're talking about what goes into building a nature school, right? So Little Witches Moon Gardening Club. Yes, it's a garden club for kids, but it is truly a nature school. And it is truly um, an idea that was delivered to me from God. Came down, many of you heard, if you've not, go back to episode 32 or episode 33 where I talk with Catherine Ziegler. And it was delivered to me when I was at a mindfulness retreat, a collaboration summit up in the mountains in Colorado. And it just popped in and it wasn't what I was expecting. I was expecting to go to the mastermind retreat, the collaboration session with KLZ. And come back with a program for women. I've coached women for years. And what I came back with was a nature school for kids. And so today I'm going to walk you through kind of what's going into it, what goes into all the components. It is a lot like building an event, but it is a repeatable event. So putting together the Little Witches Moon Gardening Club was a lot like building an event, right? So there was marketing, there were graphics to be designed. There were press releases. There were calendars, event bright links, good old-fashioned postcards that went out to people that I mailed. And there were a lot of those event components. But let's talk a little bit about before we even get to the marketing because that, to me, is where the creativeness is. That's the part that I absolutely love. I don't love marketing. Trust me, I am not in a marketing world. Yes, I know how to be an influencer. Yes, I know how to do mixed media, but that is a skill I've learned, not something that is just innate, right? It's not It's not my passion. It's not my like little thing that just lights me up. What lights me up is creativity. And so coming back from Colorado, I had an idea. I had this idea. I had a name that had been delivered to me in meditation, Little Witches Moon Gardening Club, which everybody's like, oh my gosh, I love the name. I even had somebody yesterday who's signing her daughters up. And she's like, my girls want to know if they get witch hats. I'm like, they actually do. <laughs> they actually do. In their supply bag, we are giving all the kids a witch hat um, if they want to wear it. But so the creative part with, of me is what actually was so cool. And so in building this nature school, I wanted to quickly think about, right? And and also, I say quickly because I had this idea download the last part of August and we decided we were launching in October, which was like six weeks. And that is like super fast turnaround. But a lot of it is built on 40 years of gardening, 40 plus years of gardening. I'm much older than 40. But anyway, um, built on, you know, homeschooling, built on my kids going to Montessori school and actually hands-on curriculum and Growing up on a farm for a while, being around 4-H, you know, all these different components. I was actually in Girl Scouts too as a child for a little while. And so all of these different components are kind of what has merged into like what I want my garden club to be. I want my garden club to instill values to want to heal Mother Nature, want to heal 
um, the earth, I want to instill, 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 <laughs> the word is escaping me on Sunday, but anyway, I want to build in these children this mindfulness, um, gratitude, the idea that magic can exist, right? Whether it's a sparkle from the sun or a reflective rainbow in the rain or a butterfly that lands on your finger. Um, all of those little miracles, my grandma would call them Godwinks, little magical components of Mother Nature. I want the kids to just know that that exists. Uh, for me, the magic that I find is anytime I go for a walk, I find a feather, right? And so if any of you know me, I have this huge bowl and it's just full of feathers, whether they're goose feathers or dove feathers or um, mallard duck feathers I find on the ground or blue jay feathers or I mean just all different kinds of feathers and I just it's like my little wink from God every day my little message from the universe like yeah I'm here to support you here's your angel feather so I want the kids yeah to have this gratitude for mother nature to have this compassion this empathy to want to heal the earth but I also want them to know how to work with the seasons and how to work with the soil to create organic crops that they can feed themselves, they can feed their family. It's it's a life skill, in my opinion, knowing how to garden, knowing how to work with the nature and the cycles, but also knowing how to listen to their intuition and to really get down into their their gut feelings. What does their gut tell them? What do they hear when they hold or they smell something? And 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 listening to to like how their body acts and responds and their own intuitive reads, right? So that's what I wanted. I also want a place where they can play and be messy in their creativeness and not have to worry about creating a mess, not have to be concerned about, oh my gosh, I'm going to be in so much trouble. <laughs> um, not have to necessarily be concerned to play in nature. Like it's okay. Dig in the dirt, play in the mud, jump in the water, um, run around like a kid for a while, create some music. And all of that is something I really wanted to bring to my nature school. I don't want my nature school to just be come sit on the rug and get spoken to. And I feel like a lot of times when I would take my kids to the forest preserve or to the library or to some presentation where they could see wildlife, whether it was reptiles or birds or whatever, there were rules that went with it. And I'm not saying rules are bad, but it was a lot of like, you can't touch it. You can't do this. You, you you need to sit in the line. You need to – and I, as much as I want a little bit of structure, I want these kids to have the ability to feel nature, to taste it eventually, to create with it, and to explore, whatever that means for them. Okay. So I went through in creating the Little Witches Moon Gardening Club, like, what did I want? What did I see? What were my visions? And I just explained a lot of that to you. So hopefully you have a, a feel as you're listening to what I want to create. And when I close my eyes, what I see. That's the first step, right, of creativeness and intuitiveness is, the, I guess, the second step. The first step is to listen <laughs> and then to actually visualize. Then the third thing you got to do is you got to get it on paper, right? You got to get it on paper. You got to get it out of your headspace. You got to download it. You got to receive it, channel it, whatever it's coming, however it's coming to you. You got to get it so you can actually look at it and you can like work through it. And so I started to do that a little bit at the airport when we were uh, on the way home from Colorado. Then I was doing more paper and more writing 
and I was doing stuff in my calendar and then I had a notebook I was writing in and then um, and so it all started to kind of flow. And so I knew like, okay, we're going to go out with four, four sessions first. We're going to go out with October, November, December, and January, four sessions first, because I felt like with the nature school, I could learn. This is the agile methodology from corporate, right? I could learn, I could get some feedback and I could improve and I could learn and get some feedback and improve. So I could test and learn, test and learn through these four sessions. And then when I launched in February, the full 2023 program of Little Witches Moon Gardening School Club, um, then I can still test and learn, but I've got four sessions under my belt. So it's a more, not more structured, but it's more tested and it's more achievable because it's more tested and there's less risk. Right. Okay. So that kind of went through. And then I, like I said, I had to pick topics. And so the very first one I want to do was herbal identification. There's still fresh herbs somewhat. We've had a little frost, but they're still there. Um, I've got herbs drying and I wanted to do herbal identification because I feel like whether you're identifying trees, you're identifying animal tracks, which we're going to get to do later this winter, or you're identifying herbs, medicinals that grow naturally in nature, identification, memorization of plant, how it looks, how it smells, how it tastes is important to start that building of that intuition in the child, to start the identification and to start to build the herbal structure that they need in their life and to build some of those skills. So it's almost like learning a new language, right? And so we're going to start in October with herbal identification. I actually just ordered flashcards that we're making. And they're going to have little flip books with the different herbs. And then we're going to actually do our crafting with the herbs. So the whole class is centered around herbal identification using herbs. So we'll make olive oil infusions. We'll do almond oil infusions, which I've done with my own kids several years. They're super easy to do. And the other thing I wanted is I wanted sustainability as much as possible. Partially because it helps reduce cost, but it also helps build in sustainable practices for the children. And so we're going with glass jars, no plastic. We're going with, um, they've got these canvas bags with the Little Witches Moon Gardening Club on the front of the canvas bag that they put their supplies in, right? So they get their mason jar every month and they bring back their mason jar. They have their olive oil jar. They have their almond oil infusion jars, right? And then next year they can either reuse those or, right? So I want items that they're crafting that are built sustainably. So I was talking to one lady yesterday and we're trying to think of another idea for a Girl Scout troop, which I love this idea of working with the Girl Scouts to help them earn their garden badge or their flower badge. And I think we might actually ask the Girl Scouts to each save a spaghetti jar from home and bring that jar with them after they've washed it. Um, because that also sustainability is built in. They have their jar to do their compost tea. And so that was another thing I was thinking about is how do we use sustainable things, refillables, re-upcycled, right, to build into these children so that it's not just brand new plastic, whatever, toys, crap. I don't know. I just, I want, I want this feel for, right, um, this gratitude, this sustainability, this reusability um, feel to it. Okay. Then after I kind of had like, okay, 
the, the, the theme for each month. So we've got herbal identification, then we have to learn about the moon cycles because that's really important for biodynamic gardening. You have to really understand how the moon cycles, what are the four phases of the moon, when to plant, when not to plant. Um, we're going to build in November, not only just a moon cycle that will turn and help them know what to do with the moon, but I also want them to build a wheel of the year with the seasons and the different holidays that are uh, from nature. And then, and maybe some of their own personal holidays they can add on their, their perpetual calendars. Then in December, we really want to talk about planning a garden. And I know they're kids, but they still got to know, like, what do they like to eat? What do they don't like to eat? Because don't grow the stuff you don't want to eat because then you have an abundance you got to figure out what to do with, right? But also, what goes into building good soil? And then in January, we'll do some seed starting and trays in the greenhouse and the other part of the nature school that I needed to figure out is a space. Where am I going to do this? What am I going to do if it if it snows? What am I going to do if it rains? Like, what's going to happen? We're not canceling every month when we get together. It's a nature school. And so I really got into like that homeschooling piece of me for a minute. And I got to thinking about the other nature schools in Chicago, which I've had a friend of mine, her daughter went to a, another nature school every day. It was like her, like the, her preschool was a nature school. and. They're outside no matter what. As long as it's above 30 degrees, they're outside. And so her daughter would go to class in, you know, rain boots, snow boots, depending on the season, snow pants, a coat, a hat, right? Like, and and yes, they had shelter and they had pavilions for shade and things like that, but they weren't necessarily in a classroom with coat hooks and sitting indoors. And so that was another component as I was thinking about the Little Witches Moon Gardening Club that I wanted. I wanted these kids to be in nature and in the environment in which they could learn. So we're going to use our homestead, which actually is super helpful because we could use the garage if it is raining and we need to get inside. We can use the greenhouse. They can actually interact in my potterage we will have space next spring for those that need allotments. That was another thing I had to think about. Like, what about the kids that come that have no space to grow? They live in an apartment. They live wherever. Where are they going to put their plants? We have an acre. I'll add some extra raised beds. We'll create some allotments and they'll do square space planting. And we'll be able to teach them in April or May next year, square space planting as one of their topics that they can learn and companion planting. Who are their friends and the foes for the plants? So as I started to think about the themes, it just started to build on itself. And that was so awesome to see. Like most of 2023 already has themes. It's just a matter of getting them in an order. But they're all sitting there. They've already been delivered to me from the universe. And and so then after we do right these things, then it's like, well, what is the craft? What is the hands-on component to enrich their, their learning? What is the hands-on component to create the immersion? So they're emerged in a homestead. They're emerged in a backyard with a garden and chickens and rabbits. They're emerged in that environment because that's what they're learning about. They're emerged even more when they get to touch what they're learning about and create with it. And so that was a lot of, well, what are we going to create? We're going to do the infusions, right, in October. Then we're going to do perpetual calendars and moon cycle charts in 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 November. And then we're going to do actually like garden dream boards and planning boards. And we might actually do some soil mixing in December, preparing our soil so it'll be ready in January. Like what are the components that go into mixing a good soil? Um, they're going to make compost every month. 
from different items, whether it's banana peels or eggshells or rabbit poop or coffee grounds, they're going to be able to make their compost every month that they take home. And they're, it's basically a compost tea. They add rainwater to it and then they water their indoor house plants or water outside or water their favorite tree and give it a little little energy, right? A little gratitude, a little energy and help, tell it thank you for being there. Um, and, and so that started to all come together. The next part of the nature school that I needed to think about was what is the actual run of events? What is what does that look like? How long is this? Is this like a half a day? Is this like a full day? And then I, as I started to look at the run of events and I started to look at the ages, we're going for six to 14 year olds. Um, most of the kids so far that are signed up are like seven, eight, nine, 10, 11 year olds. But yeah, six to 14. Uh, and I think two and a half hours. But again, this is test and learn. We might come out in February and say, no, it's a four-hour event. We're testing and learning. We think two and a half hours based on what I saw. I don't want to spend too much time in the educational instructional piece because I also know kids don't want to just sit there for an hour and be talked at. They they need to go and learn. So we're using homeschool material that I love from my two favorite homeschooler. Um companies. So one is an actual nature school that provides homeschool curriculum. And then the other one is similar to a nature school. Um, Love their curriculum. And so I've purchased that for my own kids and I'm purchasing pieces now to use with the garden club pod because we're kind of like a pod. We're, We're a group of right now 10. I'm hoping it'll grow to 20, but 10 students that are in the garden club. And they're like a little learning pod and they're going to learn the homeschool curriculum. Then they're going to do their stuff. Okay. So then their crafts are immersion, right? And I'm like excited. So I'm like, blah, 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 right? It's all coming together. Very excited about this. After they do kind of that, I also then was thinking about the agenda. I want them to learn directions. My kids still struggle with where's the north, south, east, and west. And as a child, I learned that very easily because I grew up in rural America and I needed to know that if I was going to go anywhere. Um, the other interesting thing about where I grew up, some of the counties are actually still laid out in a straight grid. And so the roads are exactly a grid that were laid out by the Army Corps of Engineers. The whole county's just straight roads with cross sections, which also helps with direction. But we're going to learn the directions. In Chicago, it's really cool because you can think about what direction is the city and what direction is the lake and what direction is Wisconsin? That's the north, right? Or which way to go to Rockford or which way to go like out west? That would be the west, of course, right? When you go toward the Illinois River. Um, and so I'll do a little opening ceremony with them every time and we'll actually turn. This is a little bit of the witchy component and I love it. I love that there's a little bit of witchiness in the whole program. That's why it's called the Little Witches Moon Gardening Club because it's biodiverse gardening using moon cycles with these thousand-year-old little witchy things, right? So they will actually turn toward the direction and say thank you to the, you know, thank you to the east, thank you to the west, thank you to the north. And we'll start to associate elements with those directions, okay? Then um, they're going to have music. I thought that was important as well for them to be able to get some of their energy um, balance, to be able to shake off any extra energy that they have, to be able to just kind of feel, feel the energy from the music. So I have decided that I'm going to allow the kids to learn how to play singing bowls. My crystal singing bowls will play them outside. They're going to be able to play the shamanic drum. We have a steel drum. Um, and 
We have one medal Tibetan singing bowl as well. And so we're going to bring those outside and we're going to allow them to play those along with some cowbells at the beginning of class to kind of just get, get in the funness, get in the energy, and then kind of also just shake out the extra energy so they can sit for about 20 minutes and do their education before they do their crafting. And so the, the building out of the nature school just started to flow and there's all these little fun components. So then the next step that I had to go to is once I had all this like flown out, I needed to project plan. And I'm so grateful for Lauren, my, um, my VA, because we just opened a Google spreadsheet and we just started a project plan. And from the KLZ collaboration, Catherine already said like every week, what are you going to have done by Friday? So I already kind of had in my head like, okay, I got to be have stuff done every Friday for accountability. So laid it out each week in a spreadsheet with what is the date when it needs to be completed, what is the task, who's doing it, and then what's the notes about it. And then uh, in the beginning of that spreadsheet, I'm so much a person that likes to check stuff off. That's the Capricorn in me. There's a column to put an X when it is complete. And that started the project plan. And it's not that I had to have everything exactly on the same date or I could do stuff ahead of time or behind time. It just, it needed to be laid out for some structure. So that's the masculine energy coming in. So I had to create a project plan, had to meet with the VA, had phone calls with two different magazines that I already write columns for to talk about doing press releases, to do some advertising. Um, then the next part of like building out the nature school was supplies. Where do we get the supplies? We want them to be somewhat sustainable, but I also need to not think about like spending thousands of dollars just on supplies. So part of the supplies came from Amazon. Some of them came from small businesses and some of them came from Etsy, which is so fun that they were from Etsy. So I got to support other small businesses and some of the supplies I had shipped in because I really wanted specific items. So we're using olive oil that just came from Sicily. Yes, I paid a little extra for it, but it makes a difference to me that it is really good olive oil if we're going to do infusions. And it's got that right base flavor that we're looking for. And it's a good organic oil. Um, their little canvas backpacks that they're going to get, and I'll do a whole video later today um, packing. I wanted little backpacks that are not going to fall apart right away, <laughs> that they can they can take in nature and they're going to be good. And we got those from a shop in Istanbul, Turkey. Love, you know. So yes, they came from Turkey. They came, uh, um, they had to come through customs, but it's a it's an Etsy shop, and that was super cool to support that Etsy person, but also to get the quality that we wanted at a good cost. Um, mason jars, of course, came from Mason Jar Company. <laughs> that that's easy. Uh, what else did we pick up? We picked up the glass, uh, olive oil jars, and the little blue infusion jars for um like beauty products, skin infusion. Those were from Amazon. Oh, then I was like, okay, where are they going to sit? Am I going to get straw bales? Am I going to like put them in lawn chairs? Like, what am I going to do? And I was like, they're kids and we're in nature. So I ordered a outdoor rug that we'll put out every time we have a lesson and then I'll pick it up and put it away so that it doesn't get faded by the sun or end up dirty or get all like full of leaves or whatever. So brand new outdoor rug for the kids that are specifically just for the nature school. Also, if we're in the garage, because my garage is a fitness gym with the, the foam mats, I can put the rug over the mats and they can sit there. Uh, so much thought went into what went into building the nature school, right? And I think as we test and learn, we're going to find more pieces of 
that thought, more pieces of either preparation or more really creative ideas. The idea of partnering with a couple of the different Girl Scout troops, right? So I've got some feedback from two troops so far in the Chicagoland area. How can we get it cost effective so that the troop can pay for it, but the girls can actually get some badges from it and create that fun partnership and um, actually helps with marketing on my side because if their troop comes and the girls who come from the Girl Scout troop or the boys that come from Cub Scouts want to come back, then their parent can sign them up for another full class or for another four four months as a bundle. Um, so that that's actually, a, I think, a benefit for both of us. It's like a win-win, win for me and a win for the Girl Scouts. Um, yeah, it's I'd love to do some work with some of the local libraries, actually, and to go talk to some of them once we get this up and running. And I've got some photos and different things to show them what's happening. And maybe we can partner with the library to do a little nature school or gardening at the library and then have people sign up if they want to later on to come back to a full program at the homestead. So that is a lot. I have been chatting and chatting and chatting, and I coughed a few times. And so uh, I am excited, and we're six days away, <laughs> six days away from the launch. This is going to come out on Tuesday. I will tell you that if you hear this on Tuesday, whether you find it on you know one of the streaming channels or you find the link posted on LinkedIn, you can still sign up. We're going to take people that will be able to sign up up until Friday because if I have to go get some more extra supplies, I need to be able to run to the grocery store and I need to be able to go to the printer to get uh, additional supplies. Um, so you'll be able to sign up up until the 14th. We are first nature school, our first day of Little Witches Moon Garden Club is on October 15th and we meet at one o'clock in the afternoon. So shortly after lunch, they come over for their program and for their education and their immersion and just to play and create and to learn all at the same time. Just so, so grateful today. So grateful for it. So, so happy to be able to talk to you on the podcast about the creation process, what went into building the nature school, all of the different components that I thought about, that we planned, that we put structure around, and that happened. And it could not have happened without had God's hand in it. None of it. Um, I could not have done this. I could not have controlled it. It just had to flow. Um, it is so beautiful. So with that, All right, you guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Share with me your favorite part and share with me what you're creating in your life. Like, what are you out there creating? I am creating the nature school. What are you doing? Ask me any questions you have. I'm here for you and I'm excited to see your benefits. Satnam, love you guys. So if you love this episode, remember to share it with your friends. Send it to anyone who may love the inspiration and information that we shared. And to get our newest book, The Ultimate Green Witch, Garden Planner. You can check it out on Amazon or on our website, www.cultivatingguts.com. Great idea for somebody for Christmas to do a little garden planner. You can get a printed one from Amazon. Put that little garden planner with some seeds, maybe some graph paper, and make them like a little garden basket for the holiday season, whether that's when you're going over to a holiday party and you just need to bring a gift along, or if it's you know an actual gift that you wrap up and give them, I think that's a great idea for garden enthusiast in your life this holiday season. 
let's see here. The other thing I want to mention is our next live event is October 15th and then November 12th and December 10th. Those are the Little Witches Moon Garden Club, our nature school, which we just discussed on the podcast. You can register your children still. They have up until the Friday before that day of the nature class, nature school class for to register. So you still have time to register for October 15th. You can register at www.cultivatingguts.com. We do have a code for a sibling discount, and we still have our bundle available if you sign up for all four programs you get $80 off. So individual classes are $50 each. They get $40 in supplies. They have education training. They also have snacks included in the class that are healthy for them. And um, But if you sign up for the bundle, you get all four for $120. So that is an amazing thing right there. Don't um, don't hesitate to reach out if you've got questions. I've already got people sending me private messages. I've got people texting me and I got emails coming in. And it's helping build our FAQ, which is good because we're going to need an FAQ for this. Like what? Uh, people have these questions and it's great. So if you have questions and you're you're interested, you've got this itch to sign yourself up, sign up your niece, sign up your own children, and you've got a question, guys, just reach out, right? I'm available like I said, email is tiffany at cultivatingguts.com. You can send me a LinkedIn message. You can send me a Facebook, Instagram message, and we will get back to you uh, with an answer. What else do you need to know about that? Um, I don't think there's anything else on that that nature school. We just did a whole episode on it. So with that, if you need any other details for gardening, you want to join our gardening masterclass online or to get any other information you might need to get yourself up and growing your own food, head over to www.cultivatingguts.com. <laughs>